I'm Sandra Hayes Buckley and you are listening to the Mind Your Mind podcast, a podcast that delves into what minding your mind means to different people, what self-care looks like in their lives and why minding their minds is so important to them. I hope you enjoy. This episode of the Mind Your Mind podcast is sponsored by Rainbow Crescent. Rainbow Crescent is an online shop specialising in uplifting products with the aim of putting a smile on people's faces. Check it out at www.rainbowcrescent.ie. On this week's episode, I am joined by Kelly O'Malley. Kelly is a stress and well-being coach and mentor and works with people to help them make positive changes in their lives. During our chat, we discuss the need for people to look after themselves on a daily basis, the importance of self-awareness and the need to adapt your self-care when life doesn't allow for the things you would ordinarily turn to. Kelly, you are so welcome to the Mind Your Mind podcast. Thank you so much, Sandra. So for any of our listeners who are not familiar with you, um, could you give us an introduction into who you are and what you're all about? Yeah, thank you. Um, Well, I am Kelly O'Malley and I am the Mind Yourself Coach um, and I am a stress and well-being coach and mentor. So um, I work with predominantly women, but there's a few men um, and I had them to make positive changes in their lives um, whereby they get to reduce the stress and the anxiety that they might be experiencing, um, building better boundaries um, and all things minding yourself. Um, that, that thing that we can neglect so often. Um, I help people with that, coach them into it and mentor, their, mentor, their, mentor them into it. Fantastic. And you mentioned there the name of your business is the Mind Yourself Coach. And I suppose, why is it important for you personally to mind that aspect of yourself, you know, your own mental well-being, but also to help other people on their journeys to minding themselves? Sandra, this could be a long one here now. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, suppose, I suppose I've experienced it myself. I've experienced it where I wasn't minding myself enough. Um where which is going back to I think it was 2014 and I was studying full-time I went back to college again and I'm studying full-time um, but I was also working full-time hours at that time so I was really trying to manage and juggle everything um, but it all kind of came to a head so I completely ne- neglected myself um, whereby I was getting up in the morning and I was um, heading over um, I was on placement at the time so I was going into my placement and I was working there and I would finish placement and then I would go and I would go to my actual job afterwards and I wasn't getting home till maybe half 10 11 o'clock at night um and even though like I was getting home and I was my body was exhausted and my body was sore um just from the constant going and being stressed and I just felt um exhausted in my body but up to high dough you know that kind of feeling where I was like buzzed up in the evening so that made it really hard for me to sleep which again has a knock-on effect but this went on and on for a good few weeks um and whereby it just came to a head then that I um ended up having to go to the doctor and have to get bloods done because I just kind of hit a wall and I just thought to myself oh my god Kelly what did you do and at that time I would have been um very big into kind of um looking after yourself and looking after your well-being and I was part of a promotional group in college as well um but I wasn't doing it myself I wasn't actually you know practicing what I was preaching um and then it came to another head when I was lying in bed one night and my mind was racing so much um that I wasn't able to switch it off like I just was like oh my god I can't stop thinking I can't stop 
you know, I can't pause it. There was no let up on it. And it was driving me crazy, to be honest. And at that stage, I said, I need to do something like I really, really, really need to do something about this because this is not healthy and it's going to end up like bad. Um, so I kind of was looking into mindfulness. I had done research. I had done little workshops and courses on it. And I said, you know, you need to get very serious about what you're doing now and you need to start looking after yourself. So what I experienced was burnout. Um, real, you know, burnout where my body and my mind just were caving in on me. Um, and from then on, I went on and I've studied and I've done workshops and different courses and I've built up my knowledge, my awareness, and tools that I have. Um, and now I kind of want to help other people to get get past their burnout because they probably come to me at a stage when um they need it they don't come to me before they need it they come to me after they need it um so it's to help them not get to that place again um to take care of themselves and to look after themselves because we have to mind ourselves it's our responsibility and our duty to look after ourselves um yeah absolutely and nobody's going to do it for you um unfortunately yeah you can hand that hand that over to somebody else or delegate it and I suppose you touched on it there, um, the kind of really burning the candle at both ends and how that can lead to burnout and everything. And I think a lot of us are very reactive that we'll only do something after the fact rather than being proactive. And I suppose you're helping people while it, while they are possibly in that reactive state, but being proactive to stop it happening again or to knowing the tools that they can have if something similar was to happen again oh my god absolutely and like let's face it life is busy you know life is very busy and sometimes you just get caught up in the hustle of it um and the day-to-day normalities of life that we forget to incorporate those little things um that help us you know but I think once it's like forming a habit um, you know, like when you get up in the morning, you might automatically go to the toilet and you might go and brush your teeth. Like that's a habit that we have. Or before you go to bed, it's like, oh, my God, I need to brush my teeth. Like that's a serious habit that's ingrained in us since childhood um, and something that we would always follow through on. And that's kind of what I do for myself to, you know, help me. And I, that's what I try and help other people is to incorporate those little habits into their lives Um you know where they their practice becomes a habit and that habit then is a ritual that really helps them to look after themselves and to manage the daily stresses because um like so often we'll go oh my god I'm so stressed I better book myself into a spa and like when Mm -hmm. it gets to that stage it's probably too late you know you've already let the stress build up to an overwhelming um an overwhelming amount where you're like okay I need to book in for a spa or I need to get away or I need a holiday and it shouldn't be like that we should be mon- managing ourselves daily um and that's kind of what I do and that what I promote and what I'm always going on about is to look after yourself and look after yourself on a daily basis tiny little habits um that you can do little tools and actions that you can put in place that work for you um and that will help you manage the stress and not let it kind of boil over and get to that stage where you're like I need a holiday I need I need that spa break as good as they are like but you know you can't afford them every week exactly and um I suppose it's rather than having just tools in your toolbox to manage stress when you know when things really when the proverbial hits the fan um you know I suppose if you can do it on a daily basis and have those habits I suppose you can you're all already like after training your mind in okay I need to 
be aware of this. I need to look after myself. I need to look after my mind. I need to look after, you know, whatever it is and also deal with this situation. But if things get really bad, at least you have your daily things that will still be your habits. And you also have your toolbox as to what to do if things get very stressful or, you know, something, a situation crops up that's that's very, I suppose, draining on your your mental capability or your physical or whatever it is yeah and one of the things that I get people to do as well so if I'm running a workshop and this is one that's always um well received I will get people to make a list of things that make them feel good and like I start off and I say I want you to do a list of 50 things and people get like what are you serious I can't think of 50 things oh my god um, and once you get going with the list and you, you actually sit down and give yourself that time, that space to think about it and to write it down. And it's so important to write it down and have it in a notebook or have it um, somewhere that you can refer back to it again. Because when we are stressed and when we when we're in that kind of um, frazzled place, our brain isn't thinking properly. Um, it's in survival mode. So it's not in thrive mode, it's in survival mode and it's not thinking rationally enough. Um, so you might not necessarily remember all the things that make you feel good. Um, you might be in a more negative state, for example, you know, when you are stressed. So having that tangible list that you can go back to and go, what can I do right now from this list that will help me out? Um, so I always say as well, like throughout the day, if you can check in with yourself. Um, and some people might set the reminder on the phone, they might set it for two times, they might set it for three times a day. And your reminder will go off and it'll ask you, where are you now on your scale? Um, and so on the scale of one to 10, you might say, OK, look, I'm feeling oh, feeling all right. Like, you know, you know, it's OK. And I'm buzzed up like I'm a six. But like, what can get me from a six to a seven? What can I do right now that'll get me from a six to a seven? And it could be something simple like chugging back some pint of water as I'm going to do now. So it could be like chugging back some water because you know what, you haven't been drinking enough and you find that you're getting a bit more sluggish and your energy levels are going down. And with your energy levels going down, your mood might be going down as well. Um, so that might get you just on your scale from like say a six to a seven. Like that's not a massive leap, but it's still getting you further along. Um, and write out that list and you'll be surprised what comes up for you as well. So like things like, okay, having a shower, I always feel amazing after I have a shower um like it's almost like kind of a reset having like fresh linen or fresh sheets you know getting tucked into bed going into bed and you know crisp sheets and they smell lovely and you've got like your book there like that just makes me feel amazing and that's setting myself up for like a good night's sleep as well um things like calling a friend um if I find that my mood is quite low um if I'm just having like a downer day or whatever it is uh, I go through I've got um, on Instagram I've got loads of saved clips I mean I have a lot of these saved clips where they're funny ones do you know those ones mm. I just go back over them time and time again I just be laughing away to myself and that's an instant mood booster for me so know what makes you feel good know what kind of makes you laugh um, and know what can get you from like a two on your scale to maybe a three or a four you might not get to 10 but like at least you're getting further along you're doing something to get you further along yeah, and I think that's so important as well to recognize that, you know, you have the two, you a lot of the time you have it within you, you know what makes you feel yeah. good. But like you said, if you're very stressed or you're anxious or, you know, if some stressor happens in your life, you're not going to be th 
thinking as clearly as what you would be ordinarily. Um, so by just having that list as well, it's so easy to refer to it and go, oh yeah, I could watch that, uh, watch that funny clip on Instagram or I could, you know, whatever. And just, I suppose it's having the awareness as well to refer to the list, to actually remember, oh yeah, I have this list, hang on. I, I, I sound like a broken record, but awareness is key. I mean, the more you start becoming aware um, and build your awareness around what it is that you're feeling, how you're feeling, uh, instead of just going on autopilot, because we go through the day without kind of checking in with ourselves and we could go through about 50 different emotions, you know, in the day as well. But check in with yourself. And like like that, oh, I was saying, like I go to bed in the evening time and the day has been so busy that I'm actually up to high dough, like my energy. I'm like buzzed up on adrenaline as opposed to, even though I could be wrecked and exhausted, I'm still buzzed up. And it's like, okay, well, what do I need right now? Um, I'm watching something maybe on Netflix that's like an action thriller. It's not going to help me because that's going to buzz me up even more. So I'm going to need to do something that's going to bring me down a little bit. So that could be, for example, I love like sniffing the lavender. My God, I just love it so much. But like that, lighting a candle, um, setting the scene for myself and like having like relaxing music playing in the background and then reading something that's not going to hype me up anymore. So something that'll bring me down and get me down to a nicer state as opposed to lifting me up. But equally, you can do the opposite there as well. So if you are feeling low and you want something that will kind of get you buzzed up in the morning time um, because you're dreading the thoughts of going to work or whatever it is, like, what do you need to do? So you might like throw on the music um, the tunes will get you going. The tunes will definitely get you going. So throw on your good tunes, get your buzzed up Um, have splash the cold water on your face. Or if you're if you're that way inclined, you can have like a lovely um hot shower and then turn it cold whatever works for you it's, but it's having that awareness do you know and once you are aware um you'll start happening into it and that's when you'll start seeing changes 100 percent, and i think that's something i kind of learned the hard way as well um i always i've spoken about this on an episode one of the podcasts but i've also spoken about it on my instagram page and um kind of my experience of i suppose a breakdown in my mental health um there in 2021 and, and in 2020 I suppose as well and I I wasn't really aware I was trying to kind of push it away and I, I was kind of I suppose seesawing between the two extremes of the catastrophizing overthinking worst case scenario you know anything that can go wrong will go wrong mindset or ignore 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 it'll go away it'll be fine and actually now that I realize the importance of actually bringing your attention to it and drawing awareness to it like I suppose I was in a very reactive state um when I learned all this but it's so important and actually now I find when you know there are dips in my mental health because there always will be it's just you know it's life um but I find that now that I have the awareness it's so much easier for me to you know do the things that I need to do to not get to a very bad state which I was in previously so I might have a dip but it won't be falling you know to my the lowest of the low yeah and Sandra you're so right there like everyone like everyone or it's not linear our mental health is not linear things happen things happen every single day that will bring us up and that will bring us down and um that's what resilience is being able to kind of get over those hurdles and kind of keep going through um but like that everybody everybody at some stage is going to experience this and knowing what works for you is great 
Um, but what you said there is, and I thought that was really, really important, is it's doing the stuff to not get into that deeper hole again, do you know? Um, and that's that's kind of what I'm about, like managing the daily stuff, managing those little things before it escalates and before it gets out of control, do you know? Um, and again, having that self-awareness to where you can check in with yourself and go, oh God, look, I'm letting it go on. But what you said is something that I hear a lot from clients of mine, um, whereby they will, um, what's the word, plow on, um, mm. plow on through it, do you know? They know, and they say they know what they should be doing, um, but they just need to do it. And then they don't do it. And they're like, oh, just ignore it and just kind of keep going through it. And hopefully now, um we'll get over this hurdle and they do like you know they will get over that hurdle but then there's another hurdle and they're like oh ignore that ignore that and there's only so much ignoring things and pushing it down that you can do before something has to give and I feel like I was one of those people who done a lot of running from it um and ignoring it and I always say like your body will give you um will give you little whispers to let you know that you need to do something Um, and when you don't listen to the whispers the whispers turn to screams yeah. Um, yeah which is what happened to me I'd say my body was like had a megaphone and was screaming and shouting away at me <laughs> I, was like, I can't hear you <laughs> I'm still going the image that always comes to my mind actually with that you know the ignoring is like a pot that's simmer, simmering over you know like you've the lid on the, the pot and you're trying to keep that lid on the pot but like it's but things under the surface are bubbling over and then eventually the lid will pop off yeah because you know it like you can't ignore things forever and like especially when it's something that's going on inside your own head because your mind won't let you ignore it forever anyway um so yeah and like you touched on it there as well um about it's finding what works for you because what works for you might be different to what works for other people and I suppose that's one of the things that I want to highlight with the the podcast as well is that like self-care looks like different things to different people it doesn't necessarily look the exact same for me as well it will for you and that's that's grand because that's what helps us to develop our own minds and to look after ourselves and because you know at different points in your life as well you'll need different things to look after yourself and do you find that as well with the clients that you work with oh my god yeah absolutely and I find that I get a lot of um <laughs> wisdom I suppose so that tip there about the funny clips on reels it's something that I done with them I, I would work in schools as well. And it's years ago now that I would have done this. I can remember the little boy um so vividly that, you know, I said, what makes you feel good when you're feeling down? Like, what's something that you do? And he was like, I watch funny YouTube clips. And he just stopped me in my tracks. I was like, that is brilliant. So <laughs> that's kind of where that, like, and I got, he was nine at the time when he told me that. So I just thought that was really good. Um, And I'm, I find like I'm always learning from clients, like always learning so and again what works for me doesn't work for clients and that's like um I suppose when people see me and they might see my Instagram post and I love going into the sea like I love it and I'm so lucky that I live beside it um uh, and when I can get down and I'm, I'm I will always pop in and I love that rush of the cold water and you know but people are like oh god if I if I sign up with her now is she is she gonna be telling me I need to go jumping in the sea or something or you know and that's not the case because if anything it could cause you more stress if you had no inkling or no desire at all to go out near any kind of water and I'm there telling you what to do like that well now come on you'd be you do a you do a runner massively so <laughs> that's not the way it is it's about kind of pulling out those things that do make you feel good so um another one that came up as well with the a group 
that it was um, a group that I was working with and the girls in the group were all like yeah I love putting on tan like tan just lights me up and makes me feel good well I, I was like what this is foreign to me and I said I absolutely see where you're coming from because you know um just they felt that they looked better and they could feel better as a result of that and again it was foreign to me it's something that really worked for them um and again so it's finding what works for you and doing it it's you know it's not always easy to um do the bigger things do you know that you might see people go I, I can't go on a hike in the morning time I see some people getting up at like five o'clock in the morning which I'm probably doing now myself but not not free will you know um you know at the moment um because of my little ones but you know I see people doing things and I'm like oh yeah that looks great but it doesn't suit my lifestyle at this moment in time yeah um absolutely the sun like I always see sunrise hikes and I'm always like I'd love to do that but obviously I can't I have a dodgy hip and also two small children and you know all the rest of the things that life has at the moment that I can't you know dedicate time to you know heading off to some hill somewhere and hiking up it um just to watch the sunrise because like I can totally understand how it would be like amazing and you know you know especially as well if you were doing it alone or with or even with a group of people you know the 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 power of togetherness and all the rest of it but it's not, not something that would work for me but like that like getting into water I love being like standing in water mm. is something that I love even even if I don't actually get into the sea I love standing at the like the edge of the water I find just lovely it grounds me just the feeling of the sand underneath my feet the water lapping over whereas like you said some people would be like absolutely not it's freezing no <laughs> no 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 and I suppose you touched on there that you get in the sea when you um, when you can and you watch the funny videos on Instagram but I suppose what are some of the things that you do to look after yourself um, on a daily basis? Yeah on a daily basis and that's that's like <laughs> like I've, I've incorporated like little things that come into my life and again it's about having self-awareness like where am I right now Um, but the thing is I find that I am looking after myself but I now also have little ones that I have to look after as well and I'm kind of nearly monitoring the, how they are. So like if I see that um, morning time, let's face it, getting out for school in the mornings can be absolute heartbreak. Oh, my God. Some mornings, um, you know, when you have someone fighting with you about doesn't want to wear shoes and you've got someone fighting with you about this. And it's like, oh, my God. And next thing, everyone's in bad mood. and We haven't even left the house, you know, and I hate that. I absolutely hate that. And I feel like that's nearly setting us up for you know go setting our day up and it's not great um so things that I try and do to change that and things that I would have done pre-kids is this as well I will put on some good tunes now fair enough the tunes have changed from like what I'm interested in to more Disney tunes now at the moment um but it you know it still gets us going and I you know will put that on in the morning and um it just kind of it gets everyone in a good mood so even if it was the case that we're running out the door and we're not in the best of form we might only have a couple of minutes in the car I'll turn on some tunes in the car and um, mm. because music is so so powerful and it's a real um one of the fastest mood changers you can have so like if you play a song that you know that you love that really boosts your energy and you're feeling low and you're feeling crap then instantly you're going to get that lift you know 
um, throughout the day as well, I will incorporate breathing. Oh my God, I'm always doing breathing breaks. Um, before, before it was a norm in my life, I had to make it a norm. So I had to um, set my alarm. Um, set my reminder to remind me to breathe and I know that sounds hilarious because people are like but sure we breathe all the time I'm always breathing and um, but it's taken intentional um breaths and I have a few reminders so like I have like I used to have the reminder on my phone I don't need that as much now but when I get into the car on my steering wheel I have like a little smiley face sticker that is attached to that that's stuck on the steering wheel so that's my visual reminder to remind me that when I sit into the car to breathe. Um, and that was a great one because, again, I could be going to work and um, the, it could have been a chaotic morning or I could be on the way home and it could have been a chaotic day. But when I get into the car and I see that um, visual reminder, the smiley face, it reminds me to just pause for a second and take in those deep breaths. And like what that's doing is then that's actually sending a signal to your brain um, to kind of turn off your stress switch that might have been activated with maybe the kids screaming or with work or whatever it was mm-hmm. um, and it's telling your brain turn off the stress switch everything is okay again and it just brings you down a little bit um, and that's that's the breathing one and I know people would be like oh I'm breathing all the time but it's intentional breathing and it's intentional calm breathing that you're doing to turn off the switch um other things I love is movement for me movement is key my god if I don't move um I can feel it I'm just my body feels stagnant and it doesn't have to be much like it does not have to be much just any bit of movement I love to just get out for a walk um, and get outside and it really really helps me now if I can get out minus the kids and I can go at a fast enough pace you know like with the walking or even get a little running and it really just gives me that boost of endorphins like again it's you don't always get that every single day with the kids, do you know? So you have to kind of do things that you can do. Um, so like that, the music in the morning might turn to a bit of a dance. And after dinner, we would do that as well. We would turn on the tunes and have a bit of a dance around the kitchen. And again, that's kind of before bedtime for them. So it's deactivating, turning off the stress switch that might have, you know, been turned on and activated throughout the day. And so I kind of said a calm. Well, it's not calm because it's it's a bit crazy, but it's turning the stress switch off and it's making people feel good, you know, before they go to bed as well. Yeah. And I think, you know, you touched on it there as well. Sometimes you have to adapt to your situation. You know, you can't always get movement in in the way that you want to mm-hmm. or that you would prefer to because of your circumstances. You have small ch- children and it's about adapting it like I I love going for walks at the moment I'm just not able to get out for any bit of a long walk um but I find that the beach I it's always where I go to walk so I will still go to the beach and I will you know take in the sounds and the smells and the the whatever that's going on down at the beach that day and you know I might take off my shoes and put my feet in the sand and you know I'm not getting the walk in that I want but I'm still getting kind of the moment of on my own of, I suppose, just calm. Um, that walk walking does bring that to me. Um, that kind of calmness and it kind of like like you said, just switch off that switch, that stress switch. And I suppose sometimes it is about learning to adapt and kind of, I suppose, work around your circumstances as well. 
Oh my gosh, absolutely. Because do you know what? There would have been a lot more things I would have been doing as well <laughs> um, before I had kids. And it's just, it's not as easy now. Um, so for example, like um, at home, like I would try and do like a, a little bit of a meditation if I can. And it's it's hard to kind of do that when you've got like three kids screaming, do you know, in the background. Um, but when I'm at work and on my lunch break say for example if I was having a bit of lunch or whatever I would try and just allocate just two minutes it doesn't even have to be long um where I just kind of sit there in peace and I focus on my breathing and I just focus on that um and again it's just bringing me bringing me down and you you mentioned there about going to the beach and stuff like that's that's like immersing yourself in nature and only good things can come from that you know it's just so powerful um and I think it's a powerful too that we often forget about um I love I'm very lucky that I live beside the beach and can when again I used to be able to do it a little bit more right slip down and go in for a, a dip Um, now it's kind of slipped back a little bit where once I was in maybe two or three times a week now it's kind of once a week <laughs> twice a week if I'm really lucky um and sometimes I'll have an audience there who'll be coming you know trying to trying to get them back out of the water as well um, but that that's something that just works for me. That's another thing. But another one that I like to do is um, at the end of the day, some people are great for journaling. But when it comes to the end of the day, I, I feel like I nearly don't have the capacity to write sometimes. I'm just so tired. But I will always make time to lie in bed and I will end my day by focusing on things that I'm grateful for. Um, so I might reflect on the day and I might say like what happened throughout my day that has you know made me so grateful what experience um, have I experienced in my life that I'm really grateful for and like I sink into it and I feel it and what that does is that's shifting um, your thoughts away from maybe any negative or stressy thoughts that you might be having before going to bed and you're focusing you're switching them to something that's a little bit more positive so again that's helping you to turn off the stress switch and not be so wired going into your night, you know, and you're hopefully going to fill your dreams from a lovely things instead of those worrying thoughts that you're having. Yeah, and Kira actually, Kira Belviso spoke about that on episode six as well, about gratitude and the power of it and the power of gratitude as well in turning our negative bias, because we all have that negative bias in our thoughts towards a more positive um, outlook. Because, you know, if you're always in that negative mind frame, it can be very hard to actually get out of it as well. Um, mm -hmm. So I suppose it brings focus to you that, you know, there are actually good things as well. It, you know, it doesn't all have to be negative. And one of the things, Sandra, is that when you are like stressed, when there's a lot of things going on, when your stress switch is, is activated, um, you are more prone to focus on the negative. That's the way we're hardwired. Um, that we are hardwired to focus more on the negative than we are to focus on the positive. And that's why it takes a lot of training and a lot of practice to retrain your mind to think more positively than than otherwise. Um, but when you are more stressed and when your stress switch is activated, you'll tend to have more negative thoughts coming in. So they say on average, you could have between 60 and 80,000 thoughts a day. Um, and that's a lot, that's a lot. But they also say that 80% of those thoughts are negative. 95% of those thoughts are thoughts that you've had already. So yeah. you're having the same thoughts on repeat over and over and over again. So again, you need to kind of think of what it is that you want to be thinking um, and then focus on those. Like we can switch, we can like 
slip back into that default where we're thinking more negatively. But if you focus on the positive thoughts, think of those um, and think of those often. You're retraining your mind to be more positive. But gratitude, again, like Kira said, it's a great way of doing that. It helps you to focus on the good things going on in your life instead of focusing on the negative. Mm, absolutely. And it's something that I did with a counsellor when I was, I suppose, at my lowest, really. Um, she got me to write down three things every day that I was grateful for, three good things in my life or whatever. And when she said it to me first, I was like, what? Three things every day, thinking like, oh, not a hope. Like, there's not a hope I'll have three things every day. But actually, when you start it, you find that it becomes easier and easier as well because you're looking out for the things that you're grateful for. You're, you know, like, oh, it's sunny today. Mm or you know whatever whatever it may be because when you start that shift towards and like you said you've 95 percent of the thoughts that you have are things you thought previously thought so if you're starting off on that positive think thinking and looking for things that are good in your life and things that you're grateful for it will almost have a snowball effect down the line because you will think about the things that you thought about previously so and that's something I do before I get out of bed in the morning. So like, I know there's times when you're like, oh, Jesus, I have so much to do now today. And oh, straight away, I'm starting the day with stressy thoughts, do you know? Um, yeah. And it's like, no, 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 I don't want to be like this. I don't want to. So it's you're actually being intentional with your actions. So first thing in the morning, I will stop that I'll, because it can happen. Or you might pick up the phone and it goes scrolling straight away. And you, you've just read that something happened and something else has happened. And you're, again, starting your day with stressy, negative thoughts. Mm-hmm. Um. So it's kind of nearly setting your day up for not the best. But like if you want to be more intentional about it, you can set your day up for more positive um, experiences. So like, again, take a minute and it doesn't take out like I don't I'll be honest, I don't have the time to be sitting down and like writing it out in the morning time. I could I could get up earlier than when I'm getting up, but then I'll be I'll never sleep if I'm mm. honest. I'll never get to sleep. Um, that's just the state, the stage that we're at, at the moment. So like I will just literally lie in bed. And I'll go, okay, name three things that you're grateful for. Um, and maybe what about the day, the day that's coming, are you going to be grateful for? So what's going to be happening today that you're grateful for? Um, and it shifts your thing. You're like, okay, well, actually, do you know what? I know it's Monday, but um, look, I, I get to see Mary in the office or something like that. Or, you know, I get to go, it's a sunny day or whatever it is. Mm. You're shifting your focus to be more positive. Um, the negatives it can be so and again do it first thing in the morning and do it last thing at night when you're lying in bed what are the, what are the things that you're grateful for and it's promoting a growth mindset as well because um say if you do if you have everyone has some some sort of ne- negative experience that might have happened or whatever um like you might have uh, some negative interaction even with someone and you go and you focus on things that you're grateful for from that experience and it can be really hard to pull those out you might only get one or two but you pick them out and you're going do you know what I'm actually grateful that happened now do you know and that's that's a, you're building a growth mindset there as well and it's building resilience overall yeah absolutely and I think that's a lovely point actually to finish up our chat um just focus on the positive and I suppose when you focus on the positive as well more positive thoughts will follow so thank you so much for joining me on the Mind Your Mind podcast Kelly Uh, Sandra thank you so much for having me thank you for listening to this week's episode of the mind your mind podcast 
If you enjoyed this episode, please like, subscribe, rate, review or follow. It really does help with getting the podcast out there. You can follow us on Instagram at MindYourMindPod for extra content and some behind the scenes action. Talk to you next week and in the meantime, don't forget to mind your mind.